to another edition of the official unofficial podcast. It was Terry Webb. It was Tali born and raised on the Vault Triangle. Everything for me begins with hip hop. I think people don't realize what goes into playing. Tell a story. Tell a story. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. I think people just I think people just assume you just press play, go to the next press play, the next press play. This is when music still meant a way to a lot of people to a lot of um and not just chasing hits, not just chasing hits. Good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes only. This is live and die for hip hop. Live and die for hip hop. Welcome to another episode of the official unofficial podcast. I'm your host, The Honeybee, and I'm back for another episode, guys. Yo, it's been a minute, but I'm back. So, ish, you know how it is, guys. Like, something happened to me where I was, like, unable to have a mobile phone. I lost it. And how I lost it, I don't know. Still to this day, I have no idea what happened. But other than that, Fiance Bay got me a new phone. Thank you, my lover. And I had to get a whole new number, blah, blah, blah. So I'm back. I'm back. And I got to speak to some people who were obviously on my list of people to communicate for my episodes. So our episodes are going to be jam-packed, guys. Other than that, for everybody who's just come out of February, congratulations. Yo, February is a trial and testing February month of love. But it's a month of love, yo. Sometimes it's a month of gunk. But anyway... Other than that, we're in March, um, Human Rights, Human Rights Month, guys. Um, we, the, our, our rights bills were created by um, our, our anti-apartheid uh, people at the top. And uh, why, why do we have these rights is because of what happened at the Sharpeville Massacre. We were protesting against the Dompasi. So, you know... Um, this month is going to be very, uh, very much interesting. Also, it's like, I think it's like 101 years or something like that. Like, a couple of years into um, our democracy. So, it's going to be a very nice event happening that I hear s- thus far. Um, everything going to be obviously happening for Shavili. So, yeah, Human Rights Month, guys. We're lucky. We've got, you know, basic basic rights. Boscolo, you know, we can dream. We can go far now. Go to university. Um, have Clean water. Well, some of us have clean water. Let <laughs> uh, to be seen. Go viral. But other than that, when it's there, good electricity when it's there, um, when they don't decide to load shit us. But other than that, guys, we have basic human rights and we're living in this very beautiful dem- democratic um, society. And, you know, we celebrate every day we celebrate our lives, especially as black people, guys. So, like, you know, we've come a long way. So, anyways, somebody who has um shown that what you can do with your basic rights as a person who's making it out there in the world is a dj that i got to speak to and he's been doing amazing things um from a family of uh, musicians and um people who sang in the choir beautiful singers he says his mom is an amazing singer so you know um and he 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 was a rapper before he was one of those squeeze squeeze but not really a squeeze squeeze like I mean, I'm imagining he was more like, you know, one of those, like, deep, deep DJ um, rappers out there. But other than that, he then became a DJ. 
and he's been doing it for the past year and um he said to me it's something that he does not like a a hobby or anything it's like it's a part of him so he's been doing this for a year and he's been on stages doing a lot of things inside the vault and outside the vault so he's a i mean he's been doing really well so i got to sit down with dj terry Wiz guys and he got to tell me you know what makes him tick so like any good story you know you have your your once upon a time and you want to find out the beginning so i got to ask him you know who is he obviously what how did it all start yo what up the name is terry wiz dj probably born and raised in the vault triangle definitely a proud product of the 016 um um, music has always been a part of my life, man. Um, my mom is an incredible singer. Um, I think of all my siblings, I'm the only one that's never really been in a choir. <laughs> um, my late uncle was a piano player. Um, and although none of the guys ever really turned pro, but, you know, music has always been a very big part of my family um just as a whole um so yeah i've always been in music man um at some point in my life i was part of a, a an amazing group really um of rappers called uh, beats against the beast my rapper name back then was wizardry um yeah um but if you know i like music like i'm saying music has always been a part of me and i think over the past about four years i've spent most of my time with djs and i personally felt that i'd outgrown being the rapper i mean you know right now i gotta leave it to my youngins that are out there that are straight up killing it on on on, on the mic and it, it just didn't feel like a place where i really wanted to be although i still wanted to be a big part of the music so yeah i think I, yeah just i think about over a year ago more or less um that's when i started playing and yeah it's been yeah it's been one of the best decisions i've ever made um it really feels good playing music for the people watching them enjoy while you're taking them on this journey as well so yeah definitely i'm enjoying it and also i was quite curious to know where the name came from <laughs> um the name um the name terry wiz really comes from um you know a combination of both my government name um and you know a lot of people were already calling me wiz from my um back in the day rapper name wizardry um so i don't want to lose that identity because i'd already had kind of a stamp in the music already um uh, rather the the music industry really um so i don't want to lose that identity and i also just wanted to keep it as simple as i possibly could because i think you know going other days where you try to pretty much almost confuse the listener with or the audience with what your name was i think you know things have gone a lot simpler now which is a good and a bad thing but um that's pretty much where the name came from combination of my government name and my um my my rapper name from back in the day hence you have terry wiz 
Now we got that out the way. Let's get into the juicy nitty gritty bits of this interview. So I wanted to find out from DJ Terry Wizard, you know, is DJing his main or side hustle? And you know, if it is his main, like what was his parents' uh, reaction? You know, I know that some people like don't understand that, you know, you can actually make a living out of being a DJ or specifically being in the creative arts. So, you know, um, especially coming from the vault, like you're mostly expected to be like working at like the mine or, you know, Bumidal and doing Boma shutdowns and stuff like that. So, you know, for him to say to his parents, look, I am going to take this path, you know, what was their reaction? I mean, were they cool about it? Did they say, okay, you know, go do you. Um, you know what, for me, DJing is not a main or a side hustle. Um, you know, for me, first of all, if, you, if, if you're going to call it a main hustle, it pretty much puts pressure on your, on your art or the presentation of your art because now you have to do it in a way that's, that forces you to, to, to fold to the pressure of what's already out there and what the people want. Because right now, most people, especially in terms of sound, kind of already want what's already hot. And it, it kind of forces you to stay in that lane and you're never really able to express yourself fully, um, you know, to the extent that you really want to be known for. And I, I also wouldn't call it a side hustle because then it kind of sounds like you're just putting it you know in the back seat in a way now it's 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 just a part of my life i I, I don't you know if if i'm gonna get paid for it and eat off of it then hey great um but it's it's definitely not a not a hustle for me it's 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 just a part of my life um i've got other things that um pretty much involved in uh, music wise that other corporate hustle and you know hopefully someday we'll be able to just live off of that um, um, like I said again as well I know that a lot of parents specifically black parents still struggle with the idea of anything that's the art really being a profession or a hustle or a main hustle if you want to call it because of you know we hadn't been exposed or they hadn't been exposed to how lucrative it could be because of the past um but right now i think things are definitely changing and we're headed in the right direction and you get a lot more parents that understand that you know you could live off of it so yeah um, interesting times ahead for even the guys that are gonna be coming up after us. But you know what's so beautiful is that you know he says that it's his being, like this industry, like what he does is not just something that you know he's like it's a hobby. It's his being. He is so in love with what he does. Like it's it's become a part of him. Like he eats and sleeps and wakes up and like it's something that he does without actually thinking about it. So that is like shows real passion for what he does. Um, and I completely agree with him. I mean, parents are starting to understand that you know the creative arts is something that you can live off of. They are getting to see it now more and more because it is a profession. I mean, don't anybody let you tell you any different anyway other than that guys i asked him 
you know out of everybody that's 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 in the industry with him and who's uh, a part of this creative space that we have um who actually is his biggest inspiration who gets him to say you know what i can be like that i can do that so i want to know from him um who is his biggest inspiration oh man um <laughs> i absolutely have to say dj jesse jeff um yeah, no, he has to be the biggest inspiration. Um, but outside of him, there's so many people that inspire me. Um, first and foremost, I think the, one of our local teams, yeah, Music and You, have to be one of my favorite, not just because I know them personally, um, but because of what it is that they offer. They offer something different. I mean, you go to their shows and you... You, it's one of a few shows where you as the DJ come first and the audience decides or chooses whether they like what it is that you're playing. So music definitely um, takes priority at those shows. So it's not, a, it's not about who's here dressed the freshest. It's not about how many bottles get popped. Nope. It's strictly about the music. So um, it, it has to be music and you. It has to be K9 and the whole chill out network, um, you know, uh, movement. Um, there's the Good Vibes Radio. Um, yo, man, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of movements that I absolutely love, um, you know, and absolutely appreciate and get inspired by. Um, not just with the sound, but like I'm saying, with, 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 with how they see the music and what their approach is to DJ. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, like I said, the biggest one has to be Jesse Jeff. And then um, the people I've named, and there's so many other people outside of that that I've got so much respect for and absolutely inspire me. The legendary DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yo, guys, that guy is such a legend on his own. I mean, wow. Like, he's been around for a long time. But it's also quite nice to hear that DJ was takes inspiration for people, but Zongo Val as well, you know, like people that are around him in the same space. So, like, you know, for instance, both the music in you and Good Vibes um, Radio. So, I was very curious to know, just randomly, what track that he likes the most that never gets old for him no matter how many times he hears it and also why like why is that trick is the one that you know makes him like you know get down oh man um i think for me it would absolutely have to be chris cross's live and die for hip-hop um for me everything begins with hip-hop and might take other forms afterwards but for me everything begins with hip-hop and it's 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 to think that this song was so long ago and it still evokes the same emotion in me um for me everything about this track is perfect from the track title to the sample to how they use the sample to how they laid the vocals to the content in the verses to the content in the chorus um this is when music still meant something in a way to a lot of people um and not just chasing hits but making music in the true art form of it so yeah um crisscross live and die for hip-hop absolutely has to be my number one 
like everything about that track for me is just perfect. So yeah, that absolutely has to be my all-time favorite. Well, nigga, roll me a mic and let me smoke it till I'm high. If you ever see me rock, then you know that I live and die for the things I do, thing I use, breaking down mics and destroying. Yo, guys, if you haven't heard this track, please go and look it up. It's a first for me, but I must say it's a, a real, real, real deep hip hop track. And I used to be a hip hop head, I must say. Growing up, um, I was very deep with Buddha Brad and Bumisi Elliot, you know, and you know, um, Little Kim. I'm a Little Kim fan, guys, a big Little Kim fan. But like, no, I understand fully where um, <laughs> DJ Terry Wiz is coming from. That track is really off the chains. It's got some real deep, authentic hip hop beats, samples, and the way that they laced everything down is on a real level. So, other than that, <clears throat> please excuse my rapping voice. Yo, it's been a young minute. <laughs> um, I wanted to find out, um, how does he compare the Val's music scene with other places that he's performed at? Because obviously other places are different to how we run things. Like, you know, so I'm always curious to know, you know, how, how he sees Rona compared to all the other places that he's been to. Um, I think we still have a bit of that small town syndrome where everyone believes that you kind of owe them a favor because you know someone that knows them um so for example if you give a person a coat whether it's you djing or you trying to supply them with sound whatever the case is people always want a cheaper fee than what you're actual raters um so for me that kind of lacks a bit of professionalism in a way um because you know we can't do favors forever um if we keep doing that then we're never gonna progress and we're never gonna get to the we're never gonna get to the better things and better shows and better everything um if everything is just a favor um so I think in that in that respect, that's just something that we all have to work on. Um, not just blaming everyone. I've probably done it too, but I think it, it, it's something that would definitely improve us um, quite a bit. But yeah, that's that that would be the only critique. Um, besides that, there's a lot of people doing some really really great things out here. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that are doing some really great things out here. Um, and yeah, like I said, just a bit of room for improvement here and there. But besides that, I think I think we, we, we're doing okay. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Yo, guys, I think 2019 must be, have a motto like, there's nothing for Mahala. Or exposure is not exposure, it's exploitation. And I completely agree with what DJ was just saying there, guys. You know what, now? Um, we have this small town syndrome. We're not even in a, it's not even a small town. Guys, there's small towns out there. Like, we're pretty big. And then you want to bring Mang Mang from Gai Gai here and pay him double. I think that's pretty unfair because, I mean, at the end of the day, are we not trying to support each other around here? Living in this time where we're acting like, you know, you, um, you need to be a headliner, ing, 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 no. Like, if somebody says my rate to DJ, DJing is not just like... As people say, no, you are, it's, it's an art, you know, mixing it and putting it together and also, also understanding your audience. So 
I, I understand what he's saying where we like where he says that you know we are in this, this era where we think that you know just because like we must just like you know think small no think big and also have big pockets if you want someone to come and play for you you must pay the money come on now guys so anyways Sorry, that was my 50 seconds of, of, of ranting because, like, it's it's enough now, guys. Like, we've had exposure. People do things for free. People do things for cheap. Like, it's not fair. We're all trying to, like, you know, um, empower ourselves and grow and build. But, like, if people are going to give us less than what we're supposed to get, then, like, you know, how are we doing that for each other? But anyway, other than that, so obviously, you know, Every DJ or everybody aspires to like either, you know, work at a nice firm, the best one that they want to, or, you know, perform on stage at a concert. So I asked him, what festival would he most likely want to play at? Like, you know, like a Coachella, you know, I, if I was a musician, mine would be Coachella. Nah, I'm a Coachella girl, a Baychella actually. Nah, Libyonce on stage at Coachella. That's me. But anyway, that's what I wanted to know from him. So, yeah. Um, oh man, I think for me, the like I said, everything for me begins with hip hop, so it would definitely have to be um, back to the city. Um, then um, you've got so many other great events that happen across the country. Yeah, I mean, you've got your Rockin' the Daisies in Cape Town, um, you know, like you've got so many events that are, are you know just across the board. You go to Bloom in December, you get your we back home um, in Tabancho. Like these are places I would love to play at. Um, I'd really love to do a lot of um, um, significant shows all um, you know all over the world. Really, um, <laughs> I think I think for me actually the the, the dream one would be the Roots Picnic. Um, that's um, I know there's probably bigger shows out there, but for me the Roots Picnic has to be one of the one of my favorite if not my favorite um in the world um so yeah maybe someday i'll get to play there the roots picnic guys there's a young dj his name is dj terry Wiz. he's amazing he is so spectacular he's from the vault guys give him a slot give him a slot but yeah you know it's also nice to hear him saying all these places are homegrown like you know everything from Bloemfontein to like well you know um back to the city is something that all hip-hop heads want to do it's a rocking the daisies rocking the daisies that is another concert that is off the chain festival it is a beautiful beautiful festival i'm always i'm a curious person and i want to know like you know with the most random things at the moment i don't know why so i'll ask him what is his favorite set time and duration with his sets like you know does he like an hour is he good at two hours you know and you know how does it like you know how does it get him going um i think any set from an hour up, really. Um, yeah, for me that will be. Yeah, that those are my favorite. Um, and yeah, an hour up, hour two hours, it'd still be good. Anything outside of that, or anything more than that, then um, well, it, it still actually allows you to tell a story even. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have to say from an hour up, hour two hours, three hours, even four hours. Um, but yeah, um, anything, anything from an hour up. 
Oh, what a long time. Oh, you could basically you can do the whole night. That's what he's saying as well. Nudge, nudge, hint, hint. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> All right. So basically, in short, he's saying that he can go for long. That's always very interesting to hear. So if you want to book him out for the whole night, he can do the whole night, guys. No pun intended. At all. At all. So I went on to ask him, what frustrates him about the DJ scene? I mean, obviously, there must be a lot of things that, you know, that happen within the industry when, you know, you're meeting with each other, with different DJs and stuff like that. And, you know, um, music promoters and event organizers, they must do and say the stupidest things and, I mean, frustrate each, each DJ. Um, top of my mind would have to be the lack of appreciation of what a DJ does to an event or to whatever, to a show. Um, I think people don't realize what goes into playing a set uh, or a proper set. Um, I think people just assume you just press play, go to the next press play. Um, <laughs> I, in fact, I, I think somebody even once said to me, but you're just playing other people's songs. And yeah, that hurt. <laughs> but anyways, um, it's 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 the it's 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 people not understanding what goes into DJing, um, from the whatever investments, whether it's time, whether it's actual money that you put into your craft, um, it's it's for me it's 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 an art that's one of the least appreciated, um, because people don't understand. So I kind of get it. Um, why they don't but trust me there's a lot that goes into preparing a set and playing a set and making sure that set is flawless so yeah that would have to be my biggest frustration ouch people are assuming that all you're doing is just playing other people's songs come now guys come on but yeah i can imagine like things like that probably happen all the time where people just assume like you're you're just there to fill it up you know, in between spaces and stuff like that. No, 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 no. You're actually there to either get the crowd going, you know, to um, set the mood. Set the mood. Guys, no party ain't a party with no DJ. Come on. Like, you should, everybody knows that. And there's ignorance around it as well. I wanted to also ask him, what does he try to communicate um, through his vibe to the audience? I mean, there's people who do house, there's people who do hip-hop, stuff like that. So I want to know what kind of like vibe he has to communicate with his audience, you know. So, you know, is it trying to be like, you know, smooth, get them up and partying, those kind of things, you know. So there's always something to it. Hey, man. Good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes only. Um, whether it's a trap set, whether it's a boom bap set, whether it's a jazzy set, you know, whatever the sound is for the day, um, I, I, I always, always make sure that it's a good vibe. Always make sure it's a good vibe. If it's, if, if, you know, regardless of how much new or unfamiliar with the audience sound I have in the set, I always make sure that it's 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 a good vibe. It's always going to be a good vibe if I'm playing. 
Terry was is just about the good vibes and just getting everybody up and happy and you know enjoying themselves. So yeah. Um so I'm always curious to know what are the mistakes that a lot of up and coming DJs make. Also, in terms of getting into the industry, you know, um, do they let themselves get taken by, you know, the, the the many events that they go to but being paid like five bob per event, you know, those kind of things. Um, technically, I'm still an up-and-coming myself, but I would have to say not valuing their work and just taking a booking for the sake of taking a booking. Um, there's a lot of exploitation and yeah, I feel like a lot of, a lot of guys need to learn how to say no thank you. Um, and that's, that's exactly what it is. It's a, it's, 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 it's. You have to value what it is. Know why you're booking me before you book me. Don't just book me because you've seen me on a fly. Know why you're booking me. Um, and that will at least get us halfway to understanding what the code is going to be. Um, yeah, but just, just, yeah, just a lot of people taking gigs they shouldn't be taking just for the sake of like I'm saying, just for the sake of securing a booking. That I call exploitation. When people don't understand the value of what you do and how you do it. So I agree with them. Don't just take bookings, you know. If someone's like, you know, let me book you and they keep booking you, but they keep not increasing your money, then the relationship is not working and it's not growing in any way at all. So... I completely agree with him. You know, he 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 does this out of it it being a part of him, and it's like it's not even like a second thought. It's it's a first thought every day, every kind of like in every way that he does something. Uh, music and um, him being a DJ is a part of him, um, and I'm very honored to be able to speak to him. He says he's up and coming. I really believe that he's got so much more um, other than just being an up and coming DJ. He he's done amazingly well in his first year, um, and I know for a fact that he's going to shine even more in the coming years, and he's going to represent the vault in so many ways. Um, and so, you know, um, I've, 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 it's been an honor um, getting some time to hear him and understand um, where he comes from. And, you know, um, so obviously, as I said in the other episodes, there's this part that I just want, I want inspiring part of the show. So I asked him to inspire those who are up and coming and who want to be in the same space as him and you know just to give them some word of, word of advice i mean guys it's not easy it's definitely not easy in the end you try to convince other people that it's your passion and and actually isn't then it will show but if it's something that you really love doing and you're really passionate about it it's going to show and you're going to make it like guys it takes time also like a lot of things take time like it happens like it could happen in 10 years it could happen tomorrow but you know you don't know so you just gotta keep pushing so i wanted him to give us some inspirational um words of wisdom um focus on the music rather than the fame um and i think once 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 you know that another important thing is also know what the objective or why you're djing understand what the end goal is and what the objectives are 
so that you can have a plan in getting where you need to be. I mean, we all have different paths that we want to take. So yours might be different from mine. It might be different from anybody else's. Um, it's yours and yours alone. So as soon as you understand why you're doing it, then you'll understand how to get there. Um, yeah, you don't have to be like everyone else. You don't have to do it like everyone else. Just do you. So, as Terry was said, guys, be passionate about what you do. Keep it real. Keep it so, so real. Don't let anybody change what you guys do. If it's your calling, do it, guys. Um, DJ Terry was, thank you so much for giving us your time and inspiring those around you. I mean, you know, now people get to know who you are and where you come from, not just the guy who plays at a gig. You know, so for everybody who is interested in following um, DJ Terry Wiz, you can catch him on his social media pages. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Terry Wiz. That is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Terry Wiz. And he would definitely love to hear from you guys. And I, the honeybee, um, would like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, I do appreciate it again. Um, looking forward to hearing from you guys. As you know, we also have our social media media pages and um, that's the official official unofficial podcast on instagram and then there's dvst from the vol on instagram twitter and facebook and there's signature medium productions on twitter i mean on instagram and on facebook so you can just drop us a, a, a line and just let us know what's good if you have anything you want to say drop us an email at dvst from the vol at gmail.com that's dvst um, from the vault at gmail.com um guys i hope you are inspired i hope this is keeping you guys entertained i hope you're learning a lot from what's going on around you in the vault and learning from people who are are taking the leaps they're taking leaps and bounds and they're just doing the damn do you know about they just you know taking things that are not normal and they're making them normal so guys please Keep it logged, keep it, you know, popped, your test. Oh, yeah, SoundCloud and iTunes, that's the official and official podcast. Don't forget, guys, tune in. Um, I'm looking forward to the next episodes that are coming up. Uh, and, yeah, uh, thank you so much. I'm Ali. Cheers. Yeah,